0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast.
1: This is Future Talk.
0: Future Talk. Future Talk with Amya Saleh and Hani Balkis. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we give you a quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. It is a very, very sunny Tuesday right here in the heart of Sharjah. The weather is boiling.
1: <laughs> yes, the weather is always boiling right here in Sharjah, Omnia. My AC was not understanding that Safe. it was on. I had it at 16, which is the lowest of my air conditioning, and <laughs> it was super, super, super hot. But you know what is hot news today, Omnia?
0: Well, what is hot news is paying COVID fines now through an application. Everything is boiling. Our bank accounts, the weather.
1: What? Have you gotten a COVID fine?
0: Uh, no, thank God, no. no. But if
1: then you're fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so many play, a great play on words. Uh, if you have a COVID fine, though, if you weren't abiding by all the precautionary measures, whether it was wearing your masks. Getting making parties with big numbers of people, you may just want to go ahead and pay those fines. And now you can do it seamlessly through one application that we will be revealing in just a few moments.
1: Yeah, so basically, if you broke the rules, we're going to help you pay your fines. Yes. (laughs) Now, also (laughs) happening in the UAE, the first astronaut has told the Global Summit in Russia that we're all speaking the same language when it does come to space. So we're talking about Hazza Al-Mansouri, who was the first astronaut to go uh, from the UAE. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, he's saying that there is no language when it comes to space. We all speak the same language.
0: Absolutely. And this is actually the first global summit that takes place about space sciences ever since the COVID-19 pandemic became a part of our lives. But today we have very interesting news, ones that Hani actually promoted yesterday, all about Tom Cruise and how he has been attracting millions of views, but it's not the actual Tom Cruise that has been attracting all those views. It's a deep fake of him mm-hmm. who did it and was he sorry after doing it? That's something we're gonna be getting into in just a few moments.
1: Yes, deep fake technology has expanding to all the way to TikTok. Now TikTok, a lot of TikTok users have been using deep fake technology. and I'm, I'm really excited to talk about this one because there's a lot of assumptions and a lot of people are scared, but we're also going to be talking about augmented reality tech that will help tackle COVID nineteen public safety challenges.
0: Yes, indeed. Coming up on today's show as well, we're going to be introducing you to new to two new warehouse robots that are now part of Amazon's warehouse workers. Ernie and Bert will be making an appearance, so make sure you keep Pulse ninety five locked, and we'll be right back.
1: Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, we got Lady Luck on our side today because uh, we're going to help <laughs> you pay your fines if uh, you had a party. Or a gathering. And you <laughs> broke the rules. Well, we got the song for you.
0: Pulse 95.
1: Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Now, before the break, we were telling you guys to text us in what story you were most excited about. And we have Mira who texted us in omnium mm-hmm. And she said, I'm so excited that now I can pay my fines. My COVID fines. Uh, once again. <laughs> See, she said she was gathering and she got fined. I mean obviously something we, we should we, we, we not do not we condone do. that. We yeah. don't want that to happen. But she's like, I'm so excited now that there's an app that's going to make it so much easier.
0: You know, this is this is the spirit. You gotta be excited about the little things. <laughs> the little things in life. Even if it's even if it's paying your fines, you yes. know, we all get them. Hopefully they're not COVID-19 related fines because those not only do they put a dent on your bank account but they also put a dent on people's lives so you don't want to be doing that but if sadly you did get a fine last year the UAE government has made it a lot easier for you to go ahead and pay up your fines even if they're up to 50,000 dirhams and these Mm. are all Happening, and you've been fined because you failed to comply with the COVID-19 safety regulations.
1: Now, and all jokes aside, some people were fined because during I do I do believe Dubai had a time where there was a, a, a total complete lockdown. Yeah. And some people, unfortunately, they had to go out, and they or they didn't know, and some people did get fined because they were on the road during lockdown hours. I know a couple of people that got fined. I believe it was 3,000 dirhams the first couple of days. And some of them, they got the fines removed. They said, hey, I had to go to the hospital. I had to do this. Some people didn't have a legitimate reason. But now we're looking at how you can pay these fines online. Now, the UAE government had last year issued a list for fines of up to 50,000 dirhams for failing to comply with the COVID safety regulations. Now, UAE residents and firms have been booked for violating COVID precautionary measures can now pay their fines through the Ministry of Interior smart application using their Emirates ID numbers or the unified number or even passport number. Now, in a video message that was posted on Twitter, the ministry did say residents can choose the COVID fine they wish to pay through the smart app and then complete the payment online without any difficulties. Now, yes, it is a shame that some people did not obey the rules and regulations. Yeah. They did not take the precautionary measures. But again, the U.A. government has made it easier for us or for anyone who got fined, whether it was a, an individual or a firm, because some 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 companies did get fined because they were not social distancing. And uh, now you can do all of that without going to any government sector, getting down, just through your phone. You put in the Emirates ID, you put in the credentials and you pay and you're good to go.
0: Exactly. Just as easy as it is to pay your driving license fines. You can go ahead and do that for COVID-19 fines as well. Uh, I, I don't know if you know about this, honey, but usually even with fines, the UAE police is actually very understanding when it comes to fines. So mm-hmm. if there was a mistake, if anything took place that you feel like... Mm-hmm. You didn't get a fine because you did something wrong. But because of a misunderstanding, they have a call center that is so beyond helpful. I've personally experienced this myself. I know a couple of friends did. You can call them up, explain the situation. And if you are in the right, then they will revise the decision.
1: Yeah, obviously, the if, if you do if you didn't do the crime or commit the crime, you can say, hey, uh, I may believe there's a mistake. Yeah. Because around a year ago or a year and a half ago, uh, I got a message saying, hey. Uh, your car is going to be impounded. You have mm. three thousand dirham and you have to go to court.
0: I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, I, you got that message? I got
1: that message. <laughs> I'm like, what? It was like, and I'm like, let me check. So I put in my car number on the app and everything, yeah. and it says I was going 215 kilometers on Al Ain Dubai Road, and the time of was 4:45 a.m. on I don't know the date. So I yeah. go, I'm like, did I go to Ain or did I? I don't even think my car can go to 215. So I look up and I'm like, that's not my car because obviously there's a picture, oh. but the zero looked like an eight. And obviously the police use AI, not AI, artificial intelligence will True. detect it. So I went and I called him up. I was like, hey, uh, one, two, three, four. Happened. He's like, are you sure? I'm mm-hmm. like, go check the picture. I'm like my car number is one, two, three, four, for example. Right. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? You're right, honey. No problem. And it was canceled.
0: Exactly. It's so amazing how understanding they can be. And even though we do know the artificial intelligence machines, they do make mistakes, but they do uh, stand up for them.
1: In all Mm -hmm. honesty, the picture did look like it was my number. Exactly. But obviously, that car was a Corvette. I don't drive a Corvette. (laughs) I wish I drove a Corvette. I mean, You'll be happily paying the pay, fine then. <laughs> if I have a Corvette, I got money to pay $3,000 and pound my car for three months.
0: You know, a lot of people were also getting COVID-19 related fines when they were going into Abu Dhabi, for example. Yes. A lot of members of our team who live in Abu Dhabi, they would go in and, and sometimes, you know, doing the COVID test on the sixth day or eighth mm-hmm. day and all That's the regulations. That's why I'm never going.
1: <laughs> because I would forget.
0: But they're canceling them soon. So then you yeah, can go. Yeah, I,
1: I hope the checkpoint is, uh, is, is <laughs> soon to be done soon. for because... Um, I forget a lot and I would pro- I forget the important things mm. the unnecessary things you I remember? will always remember <laughs> ladies and gentlemen take us into your thoughts 4215 do it or on Instagram at Pulse95 Radio we're going to be taking a short break but when we come back we're talking all about Hazza El Mansouri we're going to leave you leave you with a song and you can maybe simmer to it a little <laughs> bit you're listening to Pulse95 daily digital news bits and bites connect our world
0: Whenever we talk about outer space, there is one role model that comes to mind at all times, and that is Major Hazza Al-Mansouri. He is actually the first Emirati astronaut that left the UAE to head to the International Space Station. And now, as we look at the second round of astronauts, the first female astronaut and the second uh, Emirati astronaut that will be heading to outer space, we're also looking at conferences taking place, especially after the COVID 19 pandemic. The Global Space Exploration Conference made an appearance once again. And Major Haza Al Mansouri was actually joining this conference and talking about his experience of going into outer space and what. What he felt when it comes to uniting all of us as human beings regardless of where we are from
1: yes now UAE's first astronaut did tell that global summit in russia that we're all speaking the same language when it does come to space. Basically, it means that, hey, we're all doing this together. We all have the same goal and we should all work together regardless from which country, from which nation, which religion. We all have the same goal. Now, we do know that the UAE has urged heads of the world's space agencies to cooperate and bring success to their exploration programs. Now, Major al Mansouri, who is the UAE's first astronaut, did call for more joint efforts in his address to a conference in St. Petersburg, Russia. Now the Global Space Exploration Conference does run from Monday all the way to Friday. So we do have three more days and maybe more stories will develop during this conference, as it is a very, very important conference because it brings together engineers, scientists, entrepreneurs, educators, space agency representatives and even policymakers. And this is the first major gathering of space agencies since the start of the coronavirus pandemic. And ladies and gentlemen, we're looking at a lot, a lot of room to work with here. It's been, I believe, a year and a couple of months since COVID-19. So to meet after a year and a couple of months, And especially with the UAE doing so much in this year, during the pandemic, Mm -hmm. we've done a lot, right? So to do so much in that year and come and meet and say, hey, we have a lot more ideas to do. Let's work together.
0: Absolutely. And it's it's easy to work hard and excel when things are easy. But when it counts is when things are tough and you're still excelling. And this is exactly what the UAE has portrayed over the past year as they've been growing in the space sector, even amidst a worldwide pandemic. Now, what makes this conference very unique is the fir- is the fact that, as you mentioned, Hani, it's the first in-person conference conference since the beginning of the pandemic, but it's also the first conference where the UAE is actually the center of attention, especially when we're talking about the Middle East and the Arab world. They have been excelling in comparison to many other countries now. Major Hazza al-Mansouri was actually called into a session. He talked all about the different planets that he was able to witness within the International Space Station. But he also spoke of the importance of involving the youth, the Emirati youth, in space programs. So the UAE has always relied heavily on international partnerships to reach major milestones. But this year, we've also witnessed them relying on local talents. So we've seen Khalifa Sat, we've seen a Sharjah Satellite 1 all being built by completely Emirati efforts without necessarily needing any outside help. For its lunar mission, the Mohammed bin Rashid Space Center is also currently looking at collaborating with different countries, one of them being Japan, as they launch the Japanese lander to send the Rashid rover over to the moon's surface, which will be coming uh, very soon in the year 2024.
1: Now, the International Space Station has actually been a prime example of countries working together despite their political differences. But, we do have Russia that does plan to leave the project and build its own space station. Now, they said they would not build a Russian station if the U.S. lifted sanctions on the agency. Mm -hmm. A couple little politics, you know, I'll pull this rope and you'll pull that rope. It's a space race. Scratch Mm -hmm. my back, I'll scratch yours. Mm -hmm. But the UAE, Japan, Australia, and several other nations have signed the accords to build the International Lunar Research Station, and they are encouraging others to join. We're looking at a very big news when it does come to the space sector. I am really excited, and uh you know, Omnia, it's my kind of love.
0: <laughs> Pulse 95. Pulse
1: 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Augmented reality, machine learning, artificial intelligence—that is the hot topics that a lot of people have been talking about, and especially during the COVID-19 pandemic, this has been even said more and more day and day day and day in and day out. Mm-hmm. But today, we're talking about AR technology that will help tackle COVID-19 public safety challenges. Now, we do know that AR technology is set to play a key role in helping residents. And even visitors stay safe while they're out and about in public areas. Now, we do know that, obviously, we do need to get back to real life, Mm. right? And actually, I was thinking about this today. How normal, I I don't think life is boring because some days I feel like, man, I don't know what to do. I just think we miss normal life.
0: Normal life as in?
1: As without Corona.
0: Oh, yes. That one, I totally agree with you. Yeah, I mean it makes sense because our lives right now have never been the new normal. Have been in the new normal. We haven't been back to normal.
1: Yeah, no, I'm laughing because it sounded like you didn't know what I was talking yeah, about.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of lost track <laughs> for a second, but then I COVID got
1: nineteen up. omnia yes. augmented reality life is not normal right now. But
0: it, it, you know we've been it we've been in it for so long that to me I don't even remember what normal without COVID feels like. Mm. Maybe without masks. That's it to me. You know, but I a lot of know. things also, have changed. It's hot.
1: Right, the heat does we've play a big, big, big role.
0: Big, big role. But I agree with you. I mean, for how since we've been in it for so long, we kind of forget what it was like to just be normal.
1: <laughs> you, you know, you know, Omnia, I kind of miss seeing uni students. Oh yes. Right, I miss seeing. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm. It's a job at you, right? Why? <laughs> I miss seeing AUS first complain about AUS. <laughs>
0: We'll always complain.
1: I miss seeing pictures on my Instagram story. Oh, AUS. When will I graduate? And now they're all (laughs) crying, saying I want to go back.
0: Same. I agree. And a lot of a lot of new students have been actually struggling because university is not the same online, you know. And that has been a struggle for a lot of people, but. Within the struggle, augmented reality technology has risen to the ranks. And that is because they have actually been a lifeline. Mm -hmm. You know, one example is Google Maps. During the COVID-19 pandemic, Google Maps was actually showing you live, real-time, notifications on traffic at certain uh, testing centers, traffic at certain vaccination sites and which roads you should avoid or which roads would have checkpoints for you to get a PCR test. And this is all a simple example of augmented reality. But now there's actually one application that was developed by the co-founder of Epic Reality. It's an AR powered travel application that has actually been used by different tourists and residents to navigate the different Emirates of the UAE in a very time efficient manner and it's also available on both ios and android devices
1: yes now actually it was conceptualized right here in the uae so they got the whole concept from the uae UAE, Mm -hmm. and epic reality does act as a city guide that will provide real-time updates on the city's safe and risk zones as well as critical information related to covid 19 health precautions which do include social distancing practices facial wear, dress code policies, seating capacity, temperature checks, and even the relative exposure risk based on indoor versus outdoor activities. Now, that app also does feature a COVID-19 risk score, which has been complied from the most up-to-date international data sources, such as WHO, or better known as the World Health Organization. Now, users can browse a list of engaging activities, events, and even sightseeing spots.
0: I love this, especially because whenever we're talking about COVID-19 risk score, it's a very creative way of thinking about which locations will Mm -hmm. put you more at risk versus which locations won't. Let us know what are your thoughts and how has augmented reality been helpful in your life, whether it was using Google Maps, or using an application I like... put a
1: tiger in my room.
0: Epic Reality. Oh, through the Google Chrome uh, yes. feature.
1: I put a tiger in my room. put <laughs> an elephant in my room.
0: Your dad enjoyed that yes. one. He enjoyed it dearly. Are we going
1: to ignore the elephant in the room? That's <laughs> why I told my baba. Ladies and gentlemen, we're taking a short break. And when we come back, we're talking all about my favorite app in the whole entire world. If you know, you know.
0: You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95 this out. Take this out. Oh 95 We're living in a day and age where we cannot trust what our eyes lay upon, basically.
1: Yes, now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, deepfake technology is the topic of discussion today. We're talking about a scarily authentic-looking new deepfake video of Tom Cruise showing the 58-year-old, and obviously you guys know him from Mission Impossible, Addressing the TikTok community about industrial cleanup and it has become a viral sensation. Now, I'm not gonna focus entirely on the video itself, but I'm yeah. going to talk about how deep fake in general could be a risk because we're looking at how someone on TikTok has acquired the technology and has the capability of mimicking, or we can say basically deep faking, Tom yeah. Cruise so what is next <laughs> right now, now we do know back in 2016 uh, former u.s president barack obama was on facebook and it was a deep fake and he, he was, was
0: the first victim of deep fake i believe
1: i think so i think yeah. he was the first victim of deep fake and now we're looking at a trend four years five years later in 2021 where not only tom cruise the rock dwayne johnson um, I do believe. Uh, I
0: think also
1: Donald Trump. dog I haven't seen the Donald Trump one.
0: I think I've seen it.
1: I've seen uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, yeah. Tom Cruise, Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm. and um, they, they, it looks perfect. It looks. It doesn't look. I mean, obviously, I knew right off the bat that it was deep fake. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I know it, right? I mean, you, you can, can you, tell. You, you can tell if you focus a little bit too hard, you would tell. But for the untrained eye. They're like, oh my god, Tom Cruise is on TikTok. <laughs>
0: Talking about this, yes. this or that. You name it. But for those of you who are, you know, tuning in wondering, deep fake, what the heck is yes. that? You know, like what is deep fake? Is it fake that's deep? The lame joke. But moving on. <laughs> Annie's face. <laughs> Very lame joke. But moving on. Deep <laughs> Can we move on the joke?
1: I, I, I literally didn't say anything, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just looking at her in awe. I'm like, out of all, you've worked for me for a couple of years I've now. I've worked for you? Worked with me oh, okay. for a couple of years now, Omnia.
0: Yeah. And... I, I'm not getting better at this. And
1: you know, I do jokes and... Uh, you play, play on words, yeah. Yeah, I think you would catch along now.
0: Uh, no. <laughs> the disappointment. Okay, back to deepfake. For those of you who are wondering what deepfake is, deepfake is when you can see a person's face and you hear them speak, but these words are not the person's words. Basically, you are mimicking the voice of the person and placing words on his mouth or on his tongue. This has been done with Barack Obama. This has been done with a lot of Hollywood celebrities and... The latest incident with Tom Cruise was actually done and you won't believe this honey It was done with the help of Cruise's impersonator So he has an impersonator that helps out with his movies, his different shows And he or the creator of this TikTok video went ahead and asked the impersonator for some help So that he can make this video as real as possible
1: Yes. Now, a lot of people have actually been commenting. There has been a lot of reactions. Yeah. And one person said, I just saw the deep fix of Tom Cruise and I feel like a monkey looking at a spacecraft. <laughs> right. And one other person mm-hmm. wrote that this is actually terrifying. I have no doubt it's already already been used and we even haven't realized it yet. Mm-hmm. And this was the topic of discussion today. We're looking at how, obviously, we could understand and differentiate from the actual Tom Cruise to um, a deep fake. But this user, obviously, the technology he or she has yeah. uh, is not at levels of very, very, very high companies. Right. Mm-hmm. And we can say very, very big people, you know, obviously, if uh, Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk's. Want to put some money into it? They're going to create a deepfake that I so realistic. And if and and if a professional, like a real a, a really good person, could create a really good deepfake, like actually put time into it, we would never know.
0: So to- totally, I agree with yeah. you.
1: Now, what risk does mm. that impose? That imposes a lot of risks because, again, if we're talking about Twitter, right? If U.S. a former U.S. president Donald Trump used to tweet something. Right? Just because he had that verified badge, everyone, everyone
0: used oh, to go crazy he said about it. He it.
1: said it's true. We should believe our leader.
0: Exactly. Right? And let alone and that, if you're that's seeing text. someone. That's just yeah. text.
1: So imagine if, let's say, for example, U.S. former U.S. President uh, Donald Trump goes on and says something, that some crazy stuff on, yeah. uh, on online.
0: But he didn't even say. But he didn't even else. say
1: it's defake. Imagine the ruckus that were explosive and and. and and d- destructive behavior that would cause.
0: Absolutely, and you know, when we're talking about the Tom Cruise incident, the guy who created it actually got a lot of hate. He came out in a statement saying, you know, he doesn't want to upset people, that he's been very open about how false this video is. And even though it looks so realistic, he wants to make sure that people know that this is inauthentic. This is not a real video of Tom Cruise, you know, yes. and he placed words on his mouth. but. You know it's it's interesting because nowadays we always used to say back in the day oh you may not necessarily believe what you hear about someone but you should believe what you hear from them and now that's not even true
1: yes now a lot of people have been saying again more i'm just reading more reactions yeah that they say it will get dangerous when they can fake for example a military leader
0: Mm. and
1: politicians saying dangerous things and that's what we were talking about a, a little while ago And again, fraud, hacking, you know, people can actually be victims of fraud now because, for example, let's say your son, your Mm -hmm. father, someone from your family calls you and say, hey, I need two hundred, five hundred dollars right now. I need some money. I'm going through a rough patch right now. If you can just send it to me on this bank account. (laughs) Right. And he sends like you a video or a voice note saying, hey, I need some help, man. Right. And you're like, that's my son. That's my brother.
0: How could you say no? Why wouldn't
1: I help him? Here you go. Right. And then uh, it turns out it's a deep fake. It's not actually them.
0: And it's easy to do. You know, there are apps out there on the app stores now that do not the best and not the most realistic deep fakes, but it gives you a glimpse of what they look like. We've seen one. I think it was called Weibo. If I'm yeah. Not mistaken. Yeah. There,
1: there was one that that they would make uh, faces dance.
0: Fake, fake AI. Yeah.
1: There was one yeah. that would make faces dance. Uh, I've, I think. uh Mikael. He, used he, uh, on all of he us. used it on <laughs> all of us. It was pretty funny. But again, four two one five. Do it on or on Instagram at Paul ninety five. Really, let us know what you guys think about this technology. Is it scary, or do you think that uh, the authorities or the right people in charge will take control of the situation? And uh, you know, we're going to play A little bit with uh, Look What They've Done to Our Celebrities. It's not actually the song, but <laughs> the song says Look What They've Done to Our Song or to My Song. And I said, Celebrities?
0: Look celebrities. what they've done. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Amazon has hit the headlines once again, and uh, we're talking about details of a new warehouse robot. Now, if you know Sesame Street, (laughs) you would know these two names, Ernie and Bert. Now, believe it or not, I don't even remember. Like, if you told me Ernie and Bert, the first thing that came to my mind was Sesame Street. Like, I would never think that my brain would automatically uh, connect the dots. but. Amazon right now could soon be joined by a couple of new co-workers, Ernie and Bert. And uh, those are the new names of the new robot Amazon is testing with the goal of reducing strenuous movements for workers. Now, we do know that with the use of robots uh, and AI, We always kind of uh, have to remind you guys that it is to make our lives easier, Mm -hmm. not take our jobs away.
0: Yes, indeed. And these are questions that pop in the minds of many Amazon warehouse workers. Whenever Amazon announces that a new robot is going to be joining the workplace, Amazon does argue that they want workers to just focus on tasks that need their attention, that need their attention and that don't need a lot of physical activity or have... Or place or pose a big risk on every worker's body you know they don't want to risk injuries and this is exactly why they have decided to add robotics in their facilities they've been doing that ever since 2012 and every single year we hear of a new robot that is joining the team now i i love that they're introducing these robots a couple of days before amazon's prime day because we do know that Whenever Amazon has a Prime Day, people start ordering so much and then those warehouse workers are overworked, underpaid, under a lot of pressure. So it's nice mm. to feel like they have some help on the way in advance.
1: Yeah, again, going back and talking about the job, uh, Amazon has said it has added over a million jobs around the world since it's been begin using robotics. Mm-hmm. So again, we're looking at how Amazon is trying to ease the tiredness or the ease the load off the workers now in may amazon did announce a goal of actually reducing recordable incident rates by 50 percent by 2025 and it does plan to invest over 300 million dollars into safety projects this year now omnia has a great point talking about how getting closer to prime day how well uh, the workers are going on extra load now because uh bulk orders etc now we do know amazon regardless if it's prime day or not they will mm. be working but, uh, again, the thing is, every time I look, I read something about Amazon, I like to look at the feedback of the public, right? Mm-hmm. The public still say, that's great. Pay your workers more.
0: Exactly. And,
1: and again, I think that that's what should be done. You know, let's forget, okay, you don't want to pay them. At least give them health care. True. Right? And because just think about a work that... That is always so I mean so tough on your back, your lower back, your shoulders, because you're lifting and moving items, and then Amazon's like, hey, but we're gonna bring you a robot, don't worry. <laughs> I don't want a robot. They're I wanna, treating I, I, their wanna workers I wanna know like my robots. worth. Yeah, I wanna know my worth. I wanna be paid accordingly, and I want I don't wanna have back pain. So again, I think I think it's a great initiative by Amazon. Yeah. But they need to do more. Now we do know that Burt is one of Amazon's first autonomous mobile robots which is made to navigate facilities independently even while workers are moving around unlike other robots but BERT would not need to remain in a restricted space meaning workers could ask it to take items across a facility now Amazon has also said that BERT could eventually move heavier items
0: yes indeed now let's talk a little bit about Ernie we can't leave Ernie out because he's going to be help helping to remove items from the robotic shelf, so employees don't have to. This process does not save time, but it does make it a lot safer for employees to function in an Amazon warehouse. Since a lot of the times, with the use of artificial intelligence, Bert could actually uh, Ernie could actually be able to maximize the time. So if he knows that right now there's an Amazon employee standing right here trying to remove something he'll be able to move out the other items from the next shelf so that he can go ahead and place them there Now, there's so many different robots that they've introduced over the past few years. And all these robots have actually been helping out with transporting items. One example is Scooter and Kermit. So Scooter actually pulls different carts around Amazon's warehouse workers. And these type of robots could definitely take over workers' tasks of moving empty packages across the facility so that every worker could actually focus on critical thinking skills reducing the physical strenuous work that we see them doing. And just like we've witnessed the industrial revolution, just like we've witnessed a lot of movements where factories were introduced, humans no longer had to do all that work, all that physical burden themselves. They relied on machines. This is gonna be the exact same way when it comes to taking over our jobs.
1: Now, Amazon's PR is a machine, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you why, because We can see the names they're naming the robots. So we can say, oh, that's so cute. (laughs) Sesame Street, Kermit, Kermit the Frog, ladies and gentlemen, that is also from Sesame Street. (laughs) They are trying to move our focus from the workers saying, hey, but they just gave us some cute names that remind me of Sesame Street. Ernie, Burt and Kermit the Frog and Scooter. You know, you'd think they're dogs, but they're robots. Right, PR machine, ladies oh, gentlemen.
0: Smart, smart and thought.
1: Th- they are, they are very good when it does come to pay PR. But we want to see these workers
0: treated be paid minimally. accordingly
1: and a treated like humans but nonetheless jeff bezos does a lot of good to the world uh which could also be debatable but i don't want to get into that <laughs> 4215 do a slot or on instagram at pulse 95 video what was your favorite story for today because ladies and gentlemen we're gonna have to wrap up the show this does conclude future talk for today it was a very interesting and funny show today i liked it a lot me too and uh we're going to see you tomorrow same time same place only here on pulse 95 but You know, ladies and gentlemen, we're always going to be here. Whatever it takes. That's Imagine Dragons. (laughs) I think i to play it in my car today when I'm going home.
0: (laughs) This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.